pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. During the summertime when the weather gets hot, I can only imagine how much time you plan to spend outside with friends and family or on your couch with that AC blasting. AT&T 5G and home internet keeps you connected, whether you're at home or on the go, so you can stay connected to your loved ones and to your favorite things. Whether you're sharing pics from the best rooftops, video calling your friends from an outdoor concert, or streaming your favorite show, episode after episode after episode. So connect at home or on the move with AT&T 5G and home internet and create memories and more all summer long. AT&T 5G requires compatible plan and device. Coverage not available everywhere. Learn more at att.com slash 5G for you. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Bombshell in the case of legal superstar Alex Murdoch out of South Carolina. We expect a grand jury indictment, not on embezzling money, not on his usual flim-flam scams on one client after the next to the tune of millions of dollars embezzling from his law firm, doing drugs. The list goes on and on. I'm talking about an indictment for murder and not just murder double murder. Before we kick back and say, what took so long? I think I know what took so long. As we wait for the grand jury to hand down that bill of indictment with a true bill, as it is called, let's go to the experts. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here 
at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. But first of all, take a listen to our friends at WJCL. Murdoch murder charges. According to reports, Alec Murdoch will be charged for the deaths of his wife and son. This comes as he is now also officially disbarred in South Carolina. It's been 13 months since Alec found Maggie and Paul Murdoch shot and killed on their Colleton County property. Now, according to Ellick's attorney, the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division notified the Murdoch family about these charges this morning. According to the latest report, SLED will present evidence to a grand jury this Thursday. However, reports did not say what that evidence is. I wouldn't think that the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division would put something before a great state grand jury if they didn't believe that they had it had ample evidence. You're darn right. You don't go to a grand jury unless you are locked and loaded. Again, thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation and Crime Stories. We've been on the case from the very beginning with me, an all-star panel, but first I want to go straight out to Matt Harris. He is there in South Carolina. He's the morning show host of the Matt Ramona Show at WLNK, and he is the creator and star of podcast, The Murdoch Family Murders, Impact of Influence. Matt Harris, Disbar, Smithsbar, don't care. Half the lawyers in the bar are stinkers anyway. I wouldn't trust one as far as I could throw them. I learned that when I was a lobbyist at the Georgia State Assembly. I want to hear about the murder charges. I mean, Maggie and Paul Murdoch were murdered well over a year ago. How many dead bodies does it take connected to that one family for there to be a single criminal indictment such as murder? What's happening? Well, I I think that SLED, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, really wanted to make sure that they had everything in place to bring this indictment in front of the the grand jury, probably at Colleton County, where the murders were committed at the Moselle property. And the fact that Alec has been in jail since I think October or November gave them some time that they didn't have people saying, why is this guy walking around? Why is this guy walking around? So they, they, I think that bought them some time with all the white collar crimes that he had been committing to make sure that this very influential, very powerful family uh, did not interfere with their investigation and they got everything in place they needed to. They got people to talk that maybe wouldn't have talked. So it's, it's, it's huge. The, uh, grand jury is meeting tomorrow, we understand. Didn't interfere with the investigation. Okay, hold on. Of course, I think they're interfering with the investigation. And you're darn right, Matt Harris. They did all of this legwork while Alex Murdoch is still behind bars. Now, he's tried to get out on bond. He hasn't been able to do it. And we've had one charge after the next. It's all about embezzling money. And why that law firm had their nose in the ground and their tail in the air, I don't know. Because he has apparently embezzled millions of dollars from the firm, from clients. And what do they do? Sit back and have a cup of hot tea at the country club? I I, I don't know what's going on with that law firm. But as far as this family not trying to interfere with the investigation. Jackie, please play cut 72. This is Ann Emerson at ABC News 4. On October 21st, 2021, 
Alec Murdoch called his brother, John Marvin Murdoch, and his son, Buster. They were on a trip to Nevada, now made notorious by this photo of John Marvin and Buster at a Las Vegas casino table. It ended up as an exhibit in court against Alec Murdoch. Alec called his family to warn them. In court the other day, they made a big deal about things. They're going to be moving to try to prevent us from selling stuff. Right. We need to, to get as much as we can completed. On the call, John Marvin suggests selling some of the farm equipment to pay off some of Alex's debts, but says it must be done on the up and up. You might speak to Jim if you get a chance, just to yep. find out what kind of time frame he thinks before they get any kind of order preventing us from doing anything. Okay. And I mean, well, I'm just, I'm just doing, doing everything by the book, and um, yeah, it's and going to pay. It ain't like we're squirreling it away. It's going to pay bank stuff. Well, it goes to the unsecured note, so, so everything else has something securing it. So it makes sense that unsecured items would go to an unsecured note. By the book, my rear end. This guy's not worried about by the book. Here he is behind bars, and his wife and his son cold in the grave. And he is trying to manipulate assets. And it'll be, uh, Matt Harris, how can you even say that this family has not been interfering with the investigation? B.S. That is not true. I guarantee you that. Because if he is behind bars trying to move his money around, you know he's behind bars trying to manipulate evidence and witnesses to save his own skin. What I was saying, they're, they're going to try to do it. And I think SLED is being very careful not to let them do it. And they don't have to to listen to the pressure of anybody is the fact that Alex already behind bars. If he was walking around, they would add maybe to hurry the investigation. And, uh, you know, you don't want anything, as you know, Nancy, you don't want anything that could possibly be used as an appeal. So you want to make sure you got this locked down. It gives you more time when the guy's in prison. Fine. I agree. I don't want a boomerang to hit me in the neck in court or on appeal, but to suggest this family isn't interfering, that's all they do, and it's all about money. Let me go to Joe Scott Morgan, uh, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet, host of a brand new series. It's a hit on iHeart. Body bags with Joe Scott Morgan. Joe Scott, just, just a moment, okay? To this day, after my fiance's murder, to this day, I still have nightmares about his murder, about the same things happening to my, my family and my children. It never goes away. The tiniest threat or no threat is a big deal to me. I see danger behind every tree and every white van that goes by. And here this guy is. His wife and son are dead, dead by gunshot wounds to the torso and face and he's worried about moving money around i just i'm so mad i could stick at you a nail in half yeah there there, there's a level of callousness that comes along with this case that's a nice way to put it here he is looking at murder charges and he's trying to move money around right and you know it's like these people are the angel of death uh, Nancy, the, it, it's not just his wife and son that are dead. Uh-uh. It's like everywhere they go, people drop over dead. You know, we're we're thinking about you know Gloria Satterfield, for instance. We don't know that they're connected with that, but they're they're going to ex- they're going to exhume her body. 
We've got this young man found dead in the road. Okay, did you, can I just stop you for one moment? Sure. They might as well have just pushed her down the stairs. And I'll tell you why I say that. Because isn't it true? Matt Harris, uh, star of the Murdoch Family Murders podcast. Isn't it true that after Miss Satterfield fell down the steps outside their home because of their dogs, apparently, and we had this cool, calm, collected phone call by Maggie and the son with 911. Wait, go with me on this. Then Murdoch goes to her family and he says, hey, sue me. I'll handle the case. My law firm will handle the case. Sue me because I want you to be compensated. My insurance is going to cover it. You don't, don't feel like you're taking it out of my pocket. Sue me. I'd be mad if you didn't. And then they do sue him. He arranges the whole lawsuit and then he steals the money. He steals the money from his housekeeper's family. And and, and on top of that, the um, the dog story was something I think he created, to be honest with you. He beat the paramedics there, and he was thinking on his feet. That's how his sick mind worked. He immediately said, oh, she told me the dogs knocked her over. Well, she never had consciousness, as far as we know. No one else had heard her say anything. No one else said she was conscious. But he started this story immediately about the dogs because it changes the whole insurance thing. I'm so glad you said that. And feel free to interrupt me right back, okay? This is a free-for-all, okay? This ain't no tea party at Highgrove, as, High as I like to say. That's exactly what happened in the murders of Maggie and Paul. Man, if I were trying this case, I'd put that as state's theory number one. Similar transaction over and over. He takes control of the narrative and spins it out like Rumpelstiltskin. Because in that case, he started spinning out the narrative that she fell on the dog. The dogs caused her to fall. In this narrative, he gets there again at a double murder and starts spinning his tail. Take a listen to our cut 68WYFF. The bodies of Maggie and Paul Murdoch were found on June 7th of 2021 at a home on the family's land in Colleton County. The coroner says they were both shot several times. And in the months that followed, SLED said it found evidence of other crimes surrounding the Murdoch family. Alec Murdoch was charged with dozens of fraud-related crimes after authorities say he stole millions of dollars from his clients and from the family of his former housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield. She died after a fall at the Murdoch home. Murdoch and a former client, Curtis Smith, were also charged in a botched attempted suicide plot. I mean, at the very beginning, Susan Williams yeah, joined me. What, jump you. in, whoever that is, jump in. I think it's Matt Harris. The ability for him, as you said, to quickly get in the narrative, the Gloria Satterfield thing, bam, he's uh, the dogs. He goes to town. Uh, in the, in the, uh, 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 he also introduces his best friend to the Satterfield family, Corey Fleming, who he says, he'll take care of you. And they work together to steal money from the Satterfields. He spins the story on the Labor Day attempted suicide shooting on the side of the road with uh, cousin Eddie, he's right on that story, and this is how it happened. But it, but it's it's not just that. Remember Mallory Beach and the boating accident. He was at the hospital. Oh wait, is this Doctor Dupree? Yes, it is. Let me just introduce you. With me is Doctor Michelle Dupree. 
and she's very critical today. She is joining us from this location. I've met with her there, uh, there in South Carolina. She is a forensic pathologist. She is a medical examiner. She has been in law enforcement, and she is the author of the Homicide Investigation Field Guide. You're right, Dr. Dupree, because even in that case, same M.O. He's like a ghoul standing over bedsides at the hospital trying to spin out what really happened to this teen girl, 19-year-old Mallory Beach, who was thrown off his boat because his son was drunk as a skunk, high as a kite. And we have been to the location and looked at it ourselves where he crashed crashed into pilings and sent this girl flying, flying off his boat. She floated in that water for three days before rescue could find her. Go ahead, Dr. Dupree, and state what you were saying. I was just saying that he was at the hospital trying to interfere with the doctors Mm -hmm. and the nurses treating those children, and he was trying to corner their story and try to get them to not say anything and let him architect that whole story that they were about to tell. And he did the same thing with the Stephen Smith case. He approached the family and tried to get, um, tried to be benevolent to them. Why is that? Why does he try to do these things? Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Is getting gas at Exxon burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP66 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series. A smart TV built by the streaming pros. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Susan E. Williams, South Carolina, a high-profile defense attorney, former prosecutor. Uh, you can find her at Carolina 
lady lawyer. Susan, she's right. I forgot for a moment about the very first body that we know of. The teen boy found out in the road. Murdoch was sniffing around all the witnesses on that case, too. We just we just passed the one the anniversary of Stephen Smith's passing. It's my understanding according to sources that the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division has opened an investigation regarding that death. Well, they said yes. Matter of fact, they opened that uh, case based on something they found during this murder investigation. So that'll be interesting to see what they learned uh, during this investigation. Joe Scott, I want you to hear this about him spinning out the story. And it starts, you heard um, our friend Matt Harris, morning show host of LNK and star of Murdoch Family Murders podcast state that he shows up on all these scenes. You know who that reminds me of? Wayne Williams. Remember him? He murdered many of the missing and murdered Atlanta young boys and men. I don't know if he did all of them, but he did a lot of them. He would show up. He was a uh, stringer. He was an amateur newscaster. He would show up sometimes before the cops even showed up at these scenes where they would find the dead bodies. Wow, what a coincidence, right? But Wayne Williams aside, listen to Alex Murdoch. Now, Jackie, this is our Cut 27 when we covered Alex Murdoch at the very beginning. It's Cut 27, and um, I want you to hear, gosh, there's so many 911 calls to pick from. Um, Yep, let's hear that one. Okay, what is her name? Mag- Maggie and Paul. Maggie is her name? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And please hurry. Uh, we're getting somebody out there to you. Me asking you these questions. Don't slow them down, okay? And you sure they're not breathing? Is he moving at all, your son? I know you said that she was shot, but what about your son? <laughs> Nobody. They're not. Neither one of them moving. <laughs> what is your telephone number? <laughs> and does anything look out of place? Ma'am, not not particularly, really, no, ma'am. Okay. You know, Dr. Sherry Schwartz joining me, forensic psychologist and author of Criminal Behavior and Where Law and Psychology Intersect. Dr. Sherry, I'd be very curious if when the cops and EMTs got there, if he was actually shedding tears or if he was just doing the whole (laughs) thing to pretend he's crying, and uh, he also says, I only touched them to see if they were alive. I mean, so much of what he is saying is calculated, and he's already spinning out his story even then. What behavior would you look for if you had been the cop or the EMT that first arrived on the scene, Dr. Schwartz? Well, one of the first things that I would look for is as you mentioned, the presence of true emotion, 
right? Is there really true grief here? Is there fear? Because that's a primary response. Anytime you're, you're going to see somebody, especially your loved ones who are deceased, and they've clearly been murdered, right? You're going to be fearful. Uh, you're going to want to be cooperative. Uh, and you're certainly not going to be trying to make excuses for why you touch certain things. This is going to be further from your mind. Oh, I'm glad you said that, Dr. Sherry, because um, I was just thinking back as you were talking about when my fiance Keith was murdered and when I, I stayed with my father after he died and waited for them to come get his body. Everybody left, but I, I just couldn't leave him alone. And I wish that I hadn't seen what I did see of my father. I mean, Joe Scott Morgan, that sticks with you the rest of your life. And I'm glad I did not see my fiance's open casket. I'm glad I didn't see that. But imagine Joe Scott coming and finding your wife shot. Wasn't she shot in the, in the face, in the head? Well, what we do know, and this is per our friends at Fit News, uh, they've talked about how they know that she was, or it has been stated to them, that she was shot execution style while laying on the ground. And that's kind of interesting when you think about it from a forensic standpoint, because uh, based upon that, and we think that she was shot with probably some type of military style platform weapon. Remember, the son was shot with a shot. Right. The son was shot with a shotgun. Now, you know what they would have had to have done in order to validate this at the scene? Once her body was removed, these are probably through and through gunshot wounds. You're talking about a high-velocity rifle. They would have gone over the area where her body was found and with a metal detector and recovered those rounds that were in the ground. And that's going to be an indicative of the fact that she was lying flat on the ground. And, she, and it says, Nancy, that she shot multiple times. They don't really say... How many times? But we know that she was shot multiple times. And, of course, the son was hit by two shotgun blasts. And Matt Harris joining me, morning show of Matt and Ramona, WLNK, and star of Murdoch Family Murders. First of all, several things coming to mind. What were the two weapons used? Uh, We know at least one was a Murdoch Family weapon. Gee, I wonder who got a hold of that. Um, But to hear him articulate all of that on the 911 call. I mean, I know I'm projecting, but I, I could hardly speak after Keith's murder. This was particularly brutal. Uh, the word is with the AR-15, and especially at that close of a range, uh, Maggie, his wife, was decapitated or, or very close to being decapitated. That's an awful, I mean, that's just beyond gruesome. Uh, and then you See your son also, who is uh, blasted in the face with uh, a, uh, a buckshot and birdshot. So it is hard to imagine even talking on the phone, seeing your, your, your wife uh, in, in that kind of shape and your son. Matt, how do you uh, theorize the use of two weapons? A lot of people automatically say, wow, it must have been two perps. Not true. Um, I think the... I don't, the big question is who was shot first. Uh, but with the, if you use the shotgun, probably only has the bird shot and the uh, buck shot in it. And you, you're not going to load it again. That's going to take forever. You're on a, uh, a hunting area. They're uh, the AR-15 and uh, a, a, a 
the guns uh, the guns are all there. Sometimes they're on the back of some of the, the gators and things they drive around. So you have easy access. So it's not a big deal, really, to think about shooting one and picking up another gun that's only a few feet away. It's not – everybody went to the right away, including me, that there had to be two people. But when you have access to guns – that quickly it's easy to go from one gun to the other okay so one was a shotgun one was an ar-15 correct yeah and saying that she was lying down and shot execution style on the head i don't know that i agree with that but i'm not privy dr dupree to all of the autopsy findings yet we will be but i don't see why she couldn't have been shot in the torso and then after she fell shot in the head to finish it off and that is more likely i believe what happened my sources have actually told me that maggie was lured there that paul was there first and that maggie was lured there a bit later so whether that's true or not i don't know but that sources that i have have actually told me that how do you think she was lured there anybody jump in uh this is matt uh, from impact of influence yeah she she, uh, uh, we talked to John Marvin, Alex's younger brother, and he indeed said Maggie was in Edisto, but was called to come to uh, Moselle because they were going to go see the father who was in the hospital. Uh, Paul came from work in John Marvin's truck. Uh, they were there prior to him leaving to go to see his mother, which is a weird timeline. We can get it out if you want. But, yes, she was called to have a family dinner. Um, And that raises some questions, too. Like, who made the dinner? Because John Marvin said he didn't know if Blanca, who was their their housekeeper cook at the time on Moselle, or Maggie made the dinner. Well, wait a minute. How do we know they even had dinner? Oh, well, they, they were supposed to have dinner. Okay. You know that. That was, the, that was the plan. Because I think we would have had evidence of where they went out to dinner or where they ate in the home, that the dishwasher was still running, something like that. Yeah, we don't know any of that yet. That'll have to come out. But that was the plan anyway, was right. to have them to have dinner. Yes. Um, and then we, the very, I don't know if that, the person, the Blanca, the, who was working there, if she knows something, we haven't heard much of her. We know that. Alec on the jailhouse tapes has mentioned her a couple of times. Have you talked to Blanca? Where's Blanca? How's Blanca doing? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm interested to find out if she has any insight into this and where she is and what's going on. We haven't heard much. Also, there is um, there are sources that have, have suggested to me that they were both killed a good bit earlier than what has been stated, that they were actually killed before Alex went to visit his father, um, I'm sorry, in the hospital. And that was to set up an alibi. So my question is, I want to know from that crime scene, tell me about the blood. How dried is it? You know what? This interesting, Dr. Dupree, I went round and round with you, you specifically, Dr. Michelle Dupree, immediately after the shootings about this very thing, about whether the blood was dried, had the body temperature decreased to any you know significant amount, so we could tell how long he had been how long they had been dead to verify or destroy his timeline remember that we went over it and over it and over it and we don't know that because we we don't know what the coroner made to make those determinations it's simply his word but how did he make those determinations and we just don't know i want to know how dry was it for those of you just joining us bombshell an indictment we believe will be handed down 
Thursday by a grand jury. In many jurisdictions, grand juries meet on specific days. In my old jurisdiction, it was every Tuesday and Thursday, and it would go for hours and hours. And when you're a young lawyer, you're you're sent to grand jury. You present evidence. There is no cross-examination. You may have only one witness, like a lead detective in a case. And the grand jury can ask questions. There's normally about 40 people in there taking off the voter registration uh, logs. And they have a free-for-all with the witness if they want to. If not, the witness leaves and the district attorney puts it to them. True bill or no bill. It's pretty cut and dried. Take a listen to Our Cut 69, our friends at ABC News 4. John Marvin Murdoch says SLED paid him a courtesy visit this morning, exactly 400 days after his nephew and sister-in-law were killed. John Marvin Murdoch says SLED told him they plan to charge his brother, Alec, in connection with the murders of his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul Murdoch. John Marvin says SLED came to tell him the news today because they did not want the Murdoch family or Maggie's family, the brand setters, learning about the charges through the media. I asked John Marvin how the family reacted to the news. He was very straightforward. He said, I don't know if SLED has it right or not. I don't know if law enforcement has the answers. We want the truth. I'd be willing to put money if I were a betting woman on the fact that SLED, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, has taken this long to bring murder charges for a very important reason. They got their ducks in a row because Susan Williams, high-profile lawyer out of South Carolina, the minute they hand down an indictment, the defense, Murdoch, can slap a speedy demand for speedy trial on the state. And that means they got to go to trial within about six months, two grand jury sessions following the indictment. Isn't that true? That's true. They better be ready. That's correct. One thing I wanted to bring up, talking about just going from the body being exhumed of Gloria Satterfield, two bodies that won't be exhumed, we absolutely know or Paul Murdoch and Maggie Murdoch, because their bodies were cremated. You know what? I'm so glad you said that. I completely forgot about that. And to you, Matt Harris, joining us, uh, podcast star of Impact of Influence, I guess that was Murdoch's decision to cremate the bodies? I, I would have to, to think that was his decision. Um, that, and that is, and we, I mean, we still haven't seen Maggie's death certificate, interestingly enough. We saw Paul's. Paul's death certificate says puts the time of death at nine, but we have not seen Maggie's death certificate. Um, and the Colleton County coroner put the time of the murders between nine and nine thirty. And just uh, one clarification, Alec was not visiting his dad in the hospital that night. He was visiting his mom, which is twenty minute about a twenty minute drive. I thought he did both that evening. I thought he saw his father and his mother. He did the uh, his father earlier in the day, we believe. He was his lawyer said from nine to nine thirty he was watching a That's game right. show with his mother uh, with in her house, which is about a 20-minute drive from Moselle. Man, this guy owes so many people money. Maggie Murdoch was starting to bounce chicks at her charity events. That's not a good look. She had been seeing divorce lawyers. It was in the middle of divorce, all of his financial shenanigans, in other words, embezzling to the tune of millions, would have come out. He could not let that happen. And here he is with a money motive, 20 minutes away from the double murder of his wife and son. 
following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Tired of wandering the aisles at Walgreens trying to find the best deals? Well, we've got something that'll make your shopping experience a whole lot sweeter. Introducing Drop, the app that rewards you with free gift cards just for doing your everyday shopping. Whether it's groceries, toiletries, or your favorite snacks. With Drop, every purchase earns you points towards fantastic rewards. Download the Drop app now. Use code DROP55 when you sign up to get $5 in points. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. And now, finally, Thursday morning, indictment is expected to happen. Uh, Let's take a listen to Ann Emerson, ABC News 4. John Marvin tells me he hasn't seen the evidence against his brother. However, Alec Murdoch was first identified by his own attorneys as a person of interest in the murders back in the fall of 2021. But I also texted with Alec Murdoch's lawyer, Jim Griffin, today. Interestingly enough, he says, We have not been advised by anyone associated with law enforcement or the attorney general's office that Alec will be charged with murder. Griffin said, I am aware that SLED advised the family that they intend to seek murder indictments from a grand jury later this week. We won't have any comment until charges are actually brought against Alec. Now, Alec is still behind bars on 81 state grand jury charges, not for the murders. So far, the disgraced Hampton lawyer is only formally accused with various financial crimes, theft, fraud, and money laundering. There's also a drug trafficking allegations as well. And Murdoch's bond is now set at $7 million. Back to you, Matt Harris, joining us, uh, star of the Murdoch family, Murder's Impact of Influence. Why now? What do you think? Hasn't it been, uh, I believe, 400 days since the murders? Is that the right count? Yeah, yes. Uh, yes, exactly. Over a year. I I think, as you have said, and, and you know through going through this, if you're going to indict somebody who's a, a high-profile figure, especially in that case, 
and especially a family of attorneys, and he's got some of the best attorneys in the state working for him at this point. You want to make sure every single thing is in a row. You also uh, are getting possibly more and more people to talk. Like, what is Cousin Eddie saying? Uh, what uh, is Chris, the Chris Wilson phone calls that came out? What, but, but what, what do you mean Chris Wilson's phone calls came out? Uh, well, Chris Wilson is an attorney friend uh, of Alex, who Alex said, and, and it came out that Chris and Alex talked two times uh, on the way from Moselle to Varnville, where his mother lives, and two times driving back from Varnville to Moselle. Those are what Alec would probably be using as his, hey, I couldn't have done it. I was, I was on the phone, and then I was with my mom. But if they find out you know, through uh, technology, were those phone calls actually made on the road, or were they made from the murder scene? Question. You said Alex Murdoch was on the phone with an attorney friend, Chris Wilson, from Moselle, the scene of the murders, to his mother, and then from his mother's back to Moselle, correct? Right, which seems like a lot of phone calls to one guy. Okay, wait a minute. What a coinkydink, Joe Scott Morgan, that he is at Moselle, their hunting lodge, where the two murders go down. He leaves to visit his mother for one game show, and they're murdered in the small window of time between then and him coming back to Moselle to call 911. I don't believe in coincidences in criminal law, Joe Scott Morgan. No, I don't either. And the fact that he is, you know, he kind of hovers over all of these cases where he's kind of moving in and out. And he just happens to be at these specific locations. And again, this goes back to this trail of bodies that are kind of connected uh, throughout this entire story, Nancy, uh, where he happens to be on the scene and enters in and enters out. And one quick point back to Gloria Satterfield that is amazing to me in this particular case, when she was essentially declared dead at the hospital and released, I find it very, very fascinating that the coroner where she died was never notified of her death. Now, Nancy, this is a traumatically related death. When she rolled into that hospital with this diagnosis of severe head injury, I mean, it's severe too. Um, she's treated by the staff. That physician should have known better. He wound up actually the attending, actually wound up signing her death certificate. And with all of this pathology that she had, this head trauma, he still listed her manner of death. Remember, there's five. As natural. As a natural death, Nancy. As a natural death. I mean, it's so deep that the... the, the wrongdoing is so intertwined throughout that area. Back to you, Matt, question. Matt Harris joining me. So why are charges expected now after 400 days? You said more people are talking. I think cell phone data has been obtained. I wonder if there's not any video data such as uh, ring doorbells, Traffic stop lights. I don't know what, but what do you think brought about the charges now? Um, uh, well, I, I think it's those things that we talked about, and especially this, the timeline being so tight. You mentioned, you know, that is so darn tight. They're saying the murders between nine and nine thirty, twenty minute drive to his mom's house, right? And how long was he at the mother's? About thirty minutes. Yeah, not very long. <laughs> 
you know. And they had to carefully coordinate and analyze the phone calls to the friend Chris Wilson with the uh, the um, game show he watched with his mother that he can so accurately remember, and the condition of the bodies, how long they had been dead, what else they could tell. Maybe thought, what kind? Of, do you know what kind of car he was driving? I know, no, I'm not sure which. Was car. it that big one he was driving when he got shot in the head? Oh, he was shot in the head. He was driving the, that uh, Mercedes. Um, he, I think they had two different Mercedes. I think you know a lot of them were in the, the uh, law firms, but I think his wife had one and he had one. He also. I'm just had trying to figure out if they had a nav system in it, and that takes a minute to get that information. Little known fact. He had all new cars. Good, good uh, to hear because now they've got the nav system. So there's so many things they had to assemble. So that's why the charges are coming now. We believe. Do you think it will be difficult to charge a single defendant? When there are two weapons used, everybody on the panel, jump in if you've got a thought. Absolutely not. Hold on. I I hear Dr. Dupree. Go ahead, Dr. Dupree. Absolutely not. That is a forensic countermeasure. Um, Whoa, wait a minute. You're talking like an expert. What do you mean a forensic countermeasure? It's something that is used to throw the police off. Um, Two guns, you automatically assume that there are two different perpetrators. So if a single person uses two guns, that's the most logical conclusion. But we call that a forensic countermeasure so that we are not thrown off the case by some trick like that. Anybody else? Well, let's not, let's not forget that uh, Alec Murdoch was a, a part-time solicitor and his family had been solicitors for a hundred years. Uh, he has been a part of many murder trials, whether it be him or his father or his grandfather or his great-grandfather. The kind of guy, the guy's kind of aware of what, uh, you know, could throw people off, as she is implying right there, or what needs to be done, or timelines, or this or that. He's schooled in the whole thing. Ooh, very well put. Uh, you want to jump in on that, Joe Scott Morgan, about will it be difficult to prove a case against one person when two weapons have been used? I don't think it will. Well, it probably won't be. I, I, I think the biggest, the biggest problem they're going to have, I think that the defense is probably going to exploit in this, is the fact that these are two shoulder-fired arms. And that's always been my contention, that you've got a shotgun, which is a long arm, and you've also got this AR platform weapon that's a long arm, shoulder-fired. It, it always seemed to make more sense to me that if you were, you know, in from a military and policing perspective, you carry the AR and then you have a sidearm, a pistol. And it's just, it's an odd, it's an odd point, data point along the way that you've got two shoulder fired arms. And granted, yes, this guy's got access to weapons. It's his property. But again, I go back, there seems to be a lot of involvement with other parties. Are you trying to say he got somebody to help shoot his wife and son with him? Because I think it was just him. Well, Perhaps. And as Dr. Dupree had rightly pointed out earlier, per her sources, where she had stated that she that one had been lured there. And that that seems that seems logical. And then you bring the other one in. Oh, my God. Look, Maggie, our son is deceased now. And she, you know, immediately falls to the ground. She's crying. She's screaming. She's carrying on. The next thing you know, she's she's deceased. Yep. Pitts News reported that it was there was a, a blood spatter on his shirt, maybe. And I forget which one of your experts I had on my show uh, talking about that he mentioned the long arm rifles. If you were using those, he thought it would unlikely you would get a spatter. So there's a little bit of a, 
might be an issue there. I believe they went overboard to say it was a impact spatter, but they wouldn't say it was blood. But it had to be some type of bodily fluid because that's what causes impact spatter. Hey, Matt, let me ask you one more question. What evidence do they have on all the financial related uh, charges about um I can only guess to the tune of millions of dollars. What evidence do they have? A paper trail? Oh, yeah, they've got a huge, huge paper trail. They've got, uh, he wrote checks out to Cousin Eddie, who does not appear to have any money. And don't forget, there's also the drug trafficking charges that just popped up uh, you know, a week ago or so uh, with Cousin Eddie and him and, and Alec. And uh, he had a fake account. Uh, Forge, which was very close to a real company called Forge. Fake account, yeah. Kind of a mitigation. It closely resembled the name of a mitigation firm, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they got tons of paperwork. Instead of like J.C. Penney's Jackie, it says something like um, C.J. Penney's or J.D. Penney's, some configuration like that to trick the court and everyone else to think uh, clients' money uh, upon settlement from, let's just say, an insurance company would be funneled into this mitigation firm, but it was actually his accounts. I mean, there's a trail a mile wide, plus you got a lot of clients that were never paid, you know. I, I, I just don't understand why this law firm didn't notice it until there were how many dead bodies? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five dead bodies, but hey, that's on them. We wait as the grand jury hands down a true bill of indictment on double murder against legal heir Alex Murdoch. Nancy Gray's Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Is getting gas at Chevron burning a hole in your wallet? Get the Drop app. With Drop, you can earn free gift cards just by filling up your tank. Download Drop now. Use code DROP77 to instantly receive $5 in points. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. And I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts.